0: Welcome, travelers. We We're aware that your journey was difficult, but prepare to have your questions answered, for you have been granted an audience with the Masters of Modern. And welcome back to Masters of Modern. I am your host, Alex Kessler, here with my co-host, Ben Bateman.
1: What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? It's Tuesday.
0: So... We are doing multiple things today. First thing and most exciting, our preview card for Ixalan is coming out uh, in this episode. First, we have a, a few things to talk about, but get ready—it's—it's—it's it's, it's good. Yeah, it's I really can, cool. I it's going to be. Guarantee you will see play in modern.
1: and it's sweet that Standard's going to have a cool card uh so that's a lot of fun
0: yeah so we'll talk about that we're also going to do our top eight and it's going to be a battle off we haven't done one of those in a while top eight cards that will never be unbanned from the ban list
1: well eight cards we believe should never be unbanned alex and i did our list we ranked them the whole deal just like we used to do we haven't done this in a long time you gotta gotta
0: be strong with your convictions ben
1: yes i owe you a
0: lot of dinners (laughs) yeah i'm I'm just oh man so great Uh, so, so those those who do not know how this works uh We battle off. We each list a card counting down to number one. Each round we then post on Twitter tomorrow, uh, which will follow our spoiler card when we post at the same time uh, on Twitter. And you guys get to vote which one of us had a better pick for this subject matter generally i think i am undefeated
1: well it's usually because it's honorable mention cards which we're not doing this oh, time oh yeah that's true and the reason honorable mention cards you win is because i pick sweeter cards than you and you always pick Dumb, like semi playable cards. cards and so i get <laughs> to be like hunted horror and you're like oh you know uh, infernal tutor's pretty good and i'm like that card sees play in tier 1 decks like in, in legacy no. no it sees play in uh, in nauseum decks
0: people okay, play it sure. yeah, yeah.
1: and i'm always like tier one. and i'm always like uh you know this yeah, whatever. <laughs> All
0: right. So before we get into our spoiler card, a uh, preview card, uh, we're gonna actually do. So we have a Facebook group. Uh, it is a group that is great for discussions it's called the Official Masters of Modern Facebook Group. Uh, it has we've gone grown four hundred uh, people have joined it a month, which is super exciting. So we're at uh, almost fourteen hundred now.
1: It's so crazy. I can't like. I uh, it's mind blowing. We had a we had a Masters of Modern page, the official page of the podcast for two years, got six hundred likes. Right. We've had a group. For just less than three months and it has more than twice the number. Yeah. I,
0: I don't like when I go to look on it. Because I'm, groups are fun for people to interact with each other and pages are useful for advertising. There's so much content on
1: that page that I can't get through it all. Right. I, like, I like see bits and pieces and I post anchor links in there so people can hear what's going on. And I sometimes will, but like, there's just too much. I can't keep up with it. It's way too fast. Right.
0: So we're going to, the other cool thing is it gives us a bunch of analytics and we actually know who the top 10 contributors are to that Facebook group. We're going to count them down right now. Uh, number 10 is Scott Frittinger.
1: Scott i
0: and, and Ben's going to say their names correctly after I say them wrong. Uh, number nine, Ryan Patrick Crimmins.
1: Ryan Patrick Crimmins.
0: Number eight, Ryan White. We got double Ryans.
1: Should I say it in like 90s movie trailer voice? Yeah, definitely. Ryan White.
0: Uh, Nicholas Pang at number seven.
1: Nicholas Pang.
0: Number six, Joseph Allen Calendar.
1: And Joseph Allen Calendar.
0: Uh, Number five, Joe Hargreaves. Joe Hargreaves. Number four, Chris Connolly.
1: A photographer with an eye for beauty. What? What?
0: <laughs> Chris Conley. <laughs> number three, Alice Bailey.
1: Alice Bailey. Uh,
0: number two, Marie Ritsu the Fourth. Marie Ritsu the Fourth. And number one, King of Data, our, our data analyst for the podcast, Hagen Kirk. And
1: introducing Hagen
0: Kirk. Alright, so thanks everybody. Thanks for contributing. Just wanted to give you guys a big shout out and every month we'll, we'll be uh, looking at what the Facebook is doing and you'll get shout outs.
1: Yeah, thanks for all the comments and interaction. It's awesome. Gauntlet, I, gauntlet laid down. And Hagen, like, thanks so much for all the information. You've been like just providing such awesome, awesome, awesome uh, tournament
0: reports for we us. Got no stuff now.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. It's great. It's great information. Yep. So
0: Alright, so time for a preview card.
1: Yeah, I think we we just get into the discussion. It's always a little awkward when we're talking about how to do this now on audio. Like, do we like play some game? It's like a guessing game or something. Like, what uh, do we do?
0: uh, I think we I think we read this card bottom up. We do all the things without actually saying its name, and we you know we we do flavor text first. We do uh, the artist. We then do the converted mana cost.
1: Then the type. Then Then the rarity.
0: Then the rarity. Then the color. Then the well we, we did the cost. I think we do cost oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh and then we do what it does and then we say its name.
1: Cool art, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So parentheses, a fool's fire is quickly quenched. Shaper Kumene. Kuman Kumena. Shaper Kumena. Yeah. Oh, I'm never gonna read this name. Uh Dur <laughs> Jerchenko Alexander. Solid. Great last name. Jurchenko Alexander? Yeah. Solid. Uh, And if I said that wrong, I apologize. Uh, The art is a sick merfolk with a spear blasting a firebolt with waves going around him. It is an instant. It is a blue instant. Uh, One blue is how much it costs. It is a common. It says counter target non-creature spell unless its controller pays two mana and it's spell pierced. It's just Spell Pierce. You just did. It's, you not, just... it's not just Spell Pierce. It's excitingly Spell Pierce. And new art Spell Pierce back in Standard Spell yeah, Pierce. This is the first time it's been reprinted since Zendikar. I think
1: is that really true? Yeah. It wasn't in any of the. Mo- it was in one of the Master sets.
0: Oh, maybe I mean like in Standard. In
1: Standard, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It hasn't been in the Standard for a long time. Yeah, it's a powerful so, counterspell. So,
0: yeah, you know the Wizards has talked a lot recently about wanting to bring uh, removal spells back into Standard. And that also means that we're getting good answers for Modern through that. So that's how Fatal Push came to be. There's another Lightning Strike. Or Lightning Strike is back. Uh, Spell Pierce is an obvious example. Uh, a Braid was another good example of the three damage or do, destroy target artifacts. So Wizards is going to start really focusing. I mean, a lot of this is, uh, you know, thanks to... Multiple guests, Andrew Brown, on the podcast. He's he's one of his big motivations is to bring removal back into uh, Magic. Awesome, yeah, and, yeah. And so, Spell Pierce is possibly a, a version of that, and it's great. I mean, you know, this will definitely see play in Modern. It's a reprint um, for those, you know, that it's just it's going to be great.
1: I'm in. I'm all in on Spell Pierce. I think this is a great card to have back in Standard. It's a very powerful counter spell, but it's not like a pushed card. It's like exactly what Standard should have, which is this this card will make an impact. People will play it. It, yeah. when, whenever you have a piece of interaction that's this cheap and this good, it definitely makes those sort of, like, sort of like lower CMC tempo decks people like to play a little more doable in standard. You need to have a few effects like this. A Fatal Push, a Pierce, a couple aggressive threats. So it's always nice to see, and I think
0: Spell Pierce is a welcome sight in standard. Yeah, and and it's... It's cool that they're reprinting staples like this. It's cool that we're getting it. it, it and in this situation that Wizards was put into, previous season this, this time around is is interesting because they're much more focusing on the powerful commons and uncommons for the first time because of the leaks that happen. And, and and leaks are super problematic. And and you know one of the reasons we didn't really focus on them until we started being able to see them was because they it does nothing but harm. And, you know we now the excitement is a little less. I'm super hyped about this set. I think Dinosaurs versus Pirates is one of the most genius things I've ever heard of. You were like um, so
1: you were excited from day 1. The uh, minute you well, were like you came I remember you like you found out and you like walked into the office just like beaming. You're yeah. like you were like, you, you were like <laughs> Dinosaurs versus Pirates, did you hear? The next set is Dinosaurs versus yeah. Pirates. I
0: mean, what's a pirate's favorite yeah. letter? <laughs> R. You would think so, but they love the sea. Uh-huh. That's my one joke. That's pretty good. Actually, I think the only other joke is also a pirate joke, but it's not really meant for podcasts. It's clever. It's a little more adult-themed. Yeah, themed. okay. Yeah. Uh, it's about red shirts. Okay. Um, all right, so that's that's it for the spoiler card, or preview yep. card. Uh, so next we're going to get into our countdown, but first make sure to follow us on Twitter. We are at the Cast. I'm at Pess Wiley. I'm at Ben Bateman Media. Make sure to check out our sister podcast, The Command Zone. They do awesome commander content. I was literally on the episode last week. So go watch it because I'm awesome. It's about cast the card that I got to preview on Twitter for Commander 2017. Uh, you get to see a little bit of Kess action, both me and the card uh, in Commander instead of Modern, which is really sweet. It's uh,
1: sick that they printed a card named after you that's so good. I got my
0: brother into Magic, who is 16, and he's too cool for himself. But yeah. he's now playing Magic because there's a card that he also has the last name of. Yeah, it's true. You so guys are lucky I'm just in that getting way. Getting my entire family to play Magic finally after 29 years. You guys are like Wyatt and Morgan Erp. I don't know who those are. <laughs> I, I,
1: I like kind of know. The Earps? i like the Kurt tons. Russell. Mustaches. Bill Paxton.
0: Mustaches? Yeah. Do they both have mustaches? They all have mustaches. What is, what is this? Tombstone? No, I've never seen it. What? Is it a is it a Western? Yeah. It sounds like a Western. 90s movie. I don't watch Western. Val Kilmer is one of his sweetest roles. Name a Western. That's like everyone I've seen.
1: Uh that's like one of the more popular like favorites. Name, Everybody loves it.
0: Name another Western everyone has seen. Unforgiven. I haven't seen it. Good, the bad, and the ugly? <laughs> I haven't seen it. This is a game that's gonna be boring forever. True Grit, uh, the new one I saw. Oh, there you go. Yeah, okay. all right. Yeah, Shanghai Noon. No, I haven't seen it. Uh. I've seen Shanghai Noon. <laughs> yeah. Jack Jackie Chan's the best. All right. Uh, make sure to also uh, follow us on Facebook. We already kind of discussed that. Uh, check out the Patreon. We are – right now we're using a single mic that we're both talking into. That's why sometimes we're far away. Sometimes we're close. Uh, but our faces are very close. And we would love new equipment. And so we're using our Patreon money to do that. So we really appreciate anyone who donates there. It uh, makes the sound sound better.
1: Yeah, we're going to go buy, like, a new thing. Uh, it's We have to do it because okay. we can't do this.
0: Um, also, check out Alex on
1: uh, my show, Action Movie Anatomy. Oh, yeah, He's... I'm guessing.
0: We're doing Star Wars, guys. It's yeah. my time. I've been I literally yeah. my whole life really only <laughs> friendship. I've been friends with Ben just because Star Wars on his show. Yeah, he almost didn't invite me.
1: Yeah, we're covering Star Wars on the show tomorrow. Uh, you'll be hearing it today. So you can find that on Popcorn Talk or you can download the podcast, Action Movie Anatomy. We're going to be doing an hour-long discussion of what makes Star Wars awesome. And, you know, check out the movie trivia, down and Collider because it's the best thing ever, and I had a match Ben's up in today. the
0: championships.
1: No, I'm not. semifinals. I won I won a match, so now I'm going to the semifinals of the 16-person tournament. So we're getting there.
0: So you're in the semifinals.
1: Yeah. yeah. We haven't filmed our semis match.
0: Is there a finals after semi?
1: Yes, and then the f- winner of the finals plays at the big spectacular, which is like the pay-per-view event at the end of the season for a title it. shot.
0: So there's like a Super Bowl at the end of all this.
1: Yeah, if you win the tournament, which I'm in right now, you get the title shot. You get to play against the semifinals. The semif- guy who won last year. The team. It's a team thing and I'm in, okay. and the yeah, guys yeah. that are defending are 7-0. and They've okay. defended their title four times now over the last year. They've had the belts for a year. Wow. It's crazy. It's so hard to do. All
0: right, so everyone go check that out. It's the okay. best. If now, you like movie trivia, it's great. Perfect. Now, let's talk about top eight cards that are never going to be unbanned. So, to preface, we both uh, excluded Second Sunrise and Top from this top eight. Yeah. Uh, Sensei's Divining Top. Sensei's Divining Top, because... Uh, they are not necessarily banned due to power level Though argue, you could argue that top definitely is uh, but more because if they were legal they would never be able to have another modern GP and this is definitely more of a conversation of power level would break if they unbanned this card not necessarily that this card would make it so like the logistics of throwing a tournament. Because FMs would still be totally fine with those two cards. Uh, you know, a local... Even, like, GPs... Not GPs... Uh, uh, Pre-TQs and those kind of events would probably be pretty fine. It's specifically nine-round and one-day events can't function with Second Sunrise in the format.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Um, so those are excluded, but let's let's get down to this. Uh, do you want to start with your number eight?
1: Yes, my number eight. Coming in hot! At number eight on my list, I'm opening the list on my phone right now. And number eight on the list is Birthing Pod. Oh. Yeah, it's right on the edge. I, um, It's because for it, it was legal for such a long time and was so good for so long. It wasn't oppressively good. It was just, like, boringly good. And it was boringly good in a way that, like, Splinter Twin was great. And Splinter Twin was thwartable. Like, you could play and kill Splinter Twin. You could, like, not lose to Splinter Twin if you played the right way. Whereas, like, Birthing Pod, you you were able to, but they didn't really need Birthing Pod to beat you. It just was, like, the ultimate engine card for them to kill you out of nowhere. And it just means that it it has to have gotten more powerful in the last two years since getting banned. Like, they've
0: printed two years worth of awesome creatures. Well, but they've also printed two years worth of better graveyard hate, better artifact hate, and better removal spells. I, I mean, for me... Yes, it's definitely very powerful, but I think it's closer to, like, a Deathrite Shaman power level where it's definitely too good for Modern, but it probably is fine if we had to only ban eight cards out of the format, um, and especially to some of the other cards that are maybe not being banned. I, I think it, as far as excitement goes, I think it's a totally fun card. I think as far as its effect on Modern is it might be too powerful, but from a entertainment perspective, it's really good. I mean, yeah. I would much rather play with Birthing Pod than any Storm card out that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's why it's not on my list, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, my number eight is Punishing Fire. So for those who don't know, Punishing Fire is one in a red, uh, do two damage to target creature or player, and if a opponent gains one life, you may pay one red to return it from your graveyard to your hand. Uh, this combo is specifically with Grove of the Burned Willows, which gives your opponent a land to tap for a red or a green, and uh, is a classic combo that lets you just kind of shotgun things to the death. Um, the problem with this card legitimately is it just basically destroys every single like creature deck in the format forever.
1: I think so, but I also think that Graveyard Hate has become so much more prominent and there's such better graveyard hate than there used to be that I don't know that this is. The decks that
0: play this are good against Graveyard Hate. Like the decks that play this are like Tron and maybe yeah, John didn't Grix's Death Shadow, but the fact that the Tron could just run this instead of like decks that do that it makes it so like their worst types of matchups are not a problem ever again. Hmm. And even then, like, Burn and other, like, other decks that would maybe play this, just, like, it's really good in. Like, imagine Burn with this. Like, even though they give life to your opponent, it's, like, really punishing.
1: Again, I, yeah, no pun intended. No pun intended. I'm um sure it wasn't. Also, but I also think, like, when you're I'm saying, if you're, gonna, if you're only gonna if you're ban eight cards, like, I, I maybe I take this. Maybe I just, maybe just let this be. I'm not sure. Anyway, let's I move on to I think what it does to
0: get rid of diversity in the format is a bigger detriment than most other cards. Because other cards create powerful decks that are probably too good. This makes it so, like, twelve decks I can think off of the top of my head and that's in tier two aren't playable ever again
1: fair enough uh my number seven uh formerly legal <laughs> Treasure Cruise Treasure Cruise it's Ancestral Recall it's in modern <laughs> it's all it fits into decks that are already good that are already doing crazy powerful things and makes those decks unstoppably good it just makes Grixis Death Shadow that much better it brings back Jeskai Ascendancy it pushes Storm way over the top it's just it, it makes blue red Delver decks incredible because they were so good anyway um it's crazy. It's too
0: good. Uh yeah, I agree. In fact, I think it's too good to be only at number seven.
1: There's a lot of really good cards here. Yeah, I agree. What do you got for number seven? Uh,
0: my number seven is Glimpse of Nature. Huh. I think this just breaks elves and affinity both in half in a way that's not good for anyone. I like I think Glimpse of Nature would do more than even necessarily the artifact lands to make Affinity good, and I think Elves would just become a turn two combo deck. Interesting. Another card I did not include in my eight. Yeah. Our lists are drastically different. It's exciting. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, Glimpse of Nature is crazy good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy good. I would be very afraid of that card. I mean, it it for one mana can be better than Ancestral Recall.
1: Yeah, like my one thing about this is, and I know that I know the difference between one mana and two mana is everything. But like, Beck is this. Beck is this card.
0: It's just one more mana. It's it's one more mana, and in blue, a color that elves a has no interest in playing, and b there's no real land that makes it easy for them to play. But like, it it plays white and black because white. Black comes with that elf land that comes into play untapped, and white comes with the land you can sac to draw a card, so it's just inherently a good
1: Mana base is in Modern, if they needed to have blue, could play it blue they easily. Don't
0: need, like, one, and one mana is a, like, one mana is yeah. the difference between winning with it and just kind of drawing two cards, maybe.
1: I hear you, and I totally, like, I, I don't totally disagree with you. I'm just saying, if you're really saying that a glimpse of nature was legal, elves would just become, like, the deck and the well, only deck. the other
0: issue is that all the elves make Green mana, green mana. So, so the point of what, what you do with Glimpse of Nature is once you have the combo with, um, not Heritage Druid, but the one yeah. drop that untaps if right. you play a creature, and the one drop that you can tap three elves. Metal Sentinel, mana, Heritage Druid. You just play this, and you can literally draw your whole deck and win. Right, right there. It's fair, especially if you play a second Glimpse of Nature. Like two Glimpse of Nature are, is also insane, and that's never going to happen with Beth. Yeah, it's fair. Two blue. Like it's it's real good. <laughs> you
1: could be right. Um, all right, my number six.
0: Yeah. Post
1: uh, really yeah that's my number six. Oh, really yeah oh cool i thought... I, I wanted
0: to i wanted <laughs> to not put cloud post on my list because it feels like such a relic it feels like such a time like such a guy it's never existed in a world where these things were good and tron is close but,
1: but tron's tron really not
0: cool. as good at all and also like this is just like this like the mana advantage this generated was so outrageous so it, it's it's really you take tron and you take like Classic Tron, Red Green Tron, you take Eldrazi Tron and you just combine it because Cloudpost lets Cloudpost that's Tron not have to spend any cards to work for it. You just draw these lands and you have like Primeval Titan, which is also an insane card, and you just get to turbo out both sides of that deck with zero effort.
1: Yeah, it's there's nothing. I mean, it's already like it's already hard to play against Eldrazi Tron decks when you attack their mana base. It Eldrazi doesn't get... to
0: take three to four turns tutoring and making sure they draw cards that let them tutor and filtering their mana so that they can get the pieces they need to be able to get Tron in play. This doesn't need that. They need one cloud post and then just lands. The 12 the, the twelve locusts and an
1: Eldrazi temple would just like, it's just not fair even a little bit. It right. would just not be fun right. at all. It's it would, become, it would become as bad as having Ayabugan in the format if you had those legal together
0: it's oh it's it's, it's worse yeah. Igan doesn't let you cast carn and uh, warm coil engine like that so Ooh.
1: we're in agreement the yeah. cloud post is not up. good uh, next up on my list yeah skull clamp okay uh, skull clamp number f- number five it's so skull clamps like a weird one because <sighs> We talked about Chrome Mox, both being the ninth card for us that didn't make the cut. We both talked about it on the Anchor recording, just went live.
0: Yeah, on a different show. Yeah. But everyone realized that that just missed the list.
1: Yes. Chrome Mox, like the reason, and and the question we asked on that show, you guys can go listen to it on uh, 10 Minutes of Modern. Uh, The question asked was, is it more dangerous to unban a card that has a singular powerful effect on one deck or a card that has an effect across the whole format? And Alex said that a single a single effect in the format is worse. So like second sunrise or you know unbanning. Well, we'll talk about other cards. Um, Skullclamp is weird because you don't really know what decks would come from Skullclamp. Like you don't know what totally broken, busted, ridiculous, crazy, sick things would happen because this isn't a card that's really been legal in like like this hasn't really been a tournament staple for a very long time.
0: Exists and shouldn't. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. It would be crazy powerful. There's no doubt. It would turn. It would just. The amount of engines would be nuts.
0: Yeah, I'm going to save that list specifically for when we get into where I have it placed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, basically, Skullclamp is not an equipment. Clamp is just the super, super cheap, like, Krarclan Ironworks for mana. It's, like, it, or for, 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 card for card draw. Yeah. It's, like, the sickest, most, like, unfair card draw engine you can create in your deck. And the kind of decks that would utilize it would just be very solitary, linear, just kill you without interacting decks. It would not be very fun. Sure.
0: Uh, uh, For my number five, I have Jite, which is another equipment. Uh, I think this has a similar effect to um, Punishing Fire, but worse and worse for the format. I think this card becomes just an unstoppable force, partly also because it's colorless. Like, they have very similar effects, but every single deck in the format will play this card that has a creature that can attack with it, versus Punishing Fire, which you have to play with Grub of the Burn Willow with, so it limits it to red-green decks. Or at least green and/or red decks, if they really want to splash it, and really red decks. them. Um, this GTA is just really problematic, and it also eats out combo burn decks, like Burn goes away, Scape Shift goes away. Like, it, not only does it eat creature decks, it just kind of kills every deck that wants to put red and you in the red zone.
1: Yeah, it's funny. This didn't make my list. Okay. GTA didn't make, and I thought well, about uh,
0: people it. People yell at us on Twitter that GTA should be unbanned. Yeah, I think they're wrong, but I hear their argument. For it i think there no, should be since abrupt decay is no longer a defining card in the format
1: i think there should be more than eight cards banned so it's not that i don't think chrome or GTA should be i just for me totally totally like GTA for me is super powerful but there's a handful of reasons that it's not crazy insane powerful okay. um the biggest of which is that like in the same way that punishing fire in the same way that punishing fire kills creature decks you, in like GTA kills, like burn in creature decks, but also there's so many decks right now that are good that wouldn't be killed by GTA in terms of creature decks, and there's so many decks that are good that wouldn't be killed by GTA's life gain ability that it starts to feel like two mana and two mana to equip is like fine and it's somewhat fast, but it's also like pretty thwartable. And you take out their creature and then they're sitting there with an equipment that's not doing anything.
0: The other problem with that I have it though, is that it has the uh, standard Blitter Blossom problem that that card used to have which it was and uh, really the Jace problem which was who drew it first because in that situation if you draw GTA before the other person does they'll never equip a creature with GTA because you're just always going to have k- minus one minus one cowards to kill their creatures so it it's becomes true. a race that every single deck in the format is just trying to play GTA first and it gets to the point where you probably need to mulligan down to like if you get to two lands a creature in GTA you can mulligan down to four to make sure you have it if you're in a mirror match and like that sounds like terrible magic yeah. The gameplay pattern is almost worse than necessarily the power level.
1: I could see it. I could see it. Um it's just it didn't it didn't chart for me as a card that sure. was going to warp warp the format as much as you said. Uh, so that was my that was your number 5. Yep. My number 4, Dark Depths. Um okay.
0: didn't make your list? Didn't make my list. Close, didn't make it.
1: Yeah, I just look, I've played Dark Depths enough. I've played it in Legacy, I've played it in Highlander. We both know exactly how this game goes. It is not fun. It is not even remotely fun.
0: Can, it's a can, 2020
1: flying indestructible thing that you have to answer with the right piece of removal at instant speed and if you don't have the answer and they turn to you with it the game just ends. Right. right and right. it's just not remotely
0: fun. Yeah, no, I I I think that could easily be re- replaced GTA as my number 5 like I think those are comparable. It's now.
1: a coin toss. And yeah. now that in back in the day when it was like such a legacy staple and people did it all the time, Thespian Stage didn't exist yet. Sure. You you, sure. you back then it was just It was just Hexmage. Now you have Hexmage, you have Hexmage, you have uh, Thespian Stage, you have the land, and you have plenty of ways in Modern to get the land. And, like, it just feels like this deck would just be so, so oppressive.
0: Anything from just general tutor decks to, like, I've done a lot in Commander, the good old Academy Ruins uh, expedition map, and you just like, Use expedition map to get academy ruins, and then you just loop until getting the three land pieces you need, and you get it. Like, no, it's definitely way too powerful. I, like, once again, this list is limited at eight and could probably go to fifteen of the cards on the ban list. Probably should stay there, especially since our lists are so different. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. All right, there you go. All right, my number three, or your number three, or oh, that was number four. That I was number my four. number four. Yeah, uh, my number four, Dread Return. Number three for me. Number three for you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This card is not, never, ever. And there are people, Dredge players around the world are are crying out in pain that we say this, but this card is bad for Magic. Grave Troll didn't make my list. No, Grave Troll didn't even come close to my list. Grave Troll was, like,
1: on the fringes of being necessary to ban for me.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I think I I understand why they banned Grave Troll and Dredge was getting to be a problem, but, like, the Dredge Return should never be unbanned. Uh, Dredge Return will allow Dredge to win on turn one in Modern very frequently, more frequently on turn two, and it would pretty much have the lock on turn three.
1: Yeah, it's just not fun.
0: (laughs) For those who don't know how it affects Dredge, uh, so right now there's a card called Bridge from Below, which I often pretend is uh, Bridge. Snaring Bridge. Snaring Bridge. I often say Bridge from Below instead. That's because Dredge was the first card I played in Legacy. And what this card does is if you sacrifice a creature and Bridge from Below is in your graveyard, you get a 2-2 token. So what Dredge Return allows you to do is get a bunch of stuff into the graveyard you get a bunch of blood gas in the play using a land drop on turn two uh and or turn one if you're using shenanigans and turn one's really hard uh turn two and get those blood gas into play then you sacrifice in the dread return uh and by sacrificing them you put the bridge triggers in play getting a bunch of two zombies and then you reanimate uh there's a uh Something elemental from Ravnica block that gives all creatures in play plus one, plus one in haste. Flame Kinsella. Yeah, Flame Kinsella. And you just punch him in the face, generally for 20. Yeah, it was
1: really good. People did a lot of it. And Dread Return is the Lynchman card.
0: It's like the difference between a,
1: a deck that's really good versus a deck that has an engine that makes it oppressively unfair. It's like it's like in Storm. Like Storm's still really good, and there's cards that have been banned out of it. Interestingly enough, we'll see if any of those make our lists here. Um, So, next up on the list for me was Dread Return at number three, which means you're number three
0: Uh, Treasure Cruise. Oh, that card should never be unbanned. It's banned in every other format. It can't be unlimited in vintage. Yeah, it was number seven for me, but. I mean, guess it's legal in Commander, but. So, yeah. I think Incestual Visions could be legal in Commander, or Incestual Recall could be legal in Commander, other than the fact that it would be a. It's already really expensive and it would just. That's the problem. Wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. As a commander, you will, like, deal with the person drawing three extra cards. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, it would be really... Every deck would play it. it would be really good, other than the fact that it would cost $10,000 if that card was legal in commander. But, uh, Treasure Cruise is just... Should never be legal... The amount that we do talk about, the amount of decks that would be legal, it warped the format, it completely devolved the format into something new, it's problematic.
1: It also just means people are trying to play decks that are, like, 40 cards, because, like, they're just milling, they're just self-milling, cantripping, and, like, filling their graveyard as fast as possible at yeah. all times to be able to cast more treasure cruises. It's just, decks become extremely homogenous, it's just not a fun, it's not right. a fun effect. Um, next up, number two for me, Ayabugan. Ayabugan... Really?
0: That's so high.
1: Yeah, it's because... It's on my list. So crazy. The reason I have Ugin's on my list is so high is because, like, we saw what happened recently. There haven't printed that many cards since Iavugan, And not only did we see what happened recently, we saw what happened recently at the highest level. Within one season of testing, six of the top eight decks played by the best players in the world were all Ayavugan decks playing the same cards, which meant, which meant the entire format became Chalice of the Void decks, which was just horrible. And it didn't go away. It lasted like that for months, and nothing could touch it. Nothing would touch it. It would just, it would just dominate and change the format to become this nebulous, disgusting version of Magic that no one would want to play.
0: Sure, I mean, I, I guess my answer to that is, I think Cloudpost would be worse.
1: You think Cloudpost would be worse than Iabugan? Yeah, Iabugan can turn, can do the endless one thing on turn one. Cloudpost can't. Like, sure,
0: but Cloudpost can like cast Karn on turn two or turn three turn three and, and turn two thought not seer
1: cloud post can't turn two okay, thought not seer
0: like, cloud, post, cloud post thought not seer turn
1: two. Oh, oh just straight up just straight up yeah, yeah but like if you don't get
0: all the clones which totally yes you're right it doesn't yeah but i one but, aggro start but then but i'll draw here in the turn three carn turn into turn four like like it, it's it's a gross it's a different start it's maybe it's different. worse yeah uh that would be an interesting matchup to see people play on Moto. Be crazy. <laughs> Maybe us if we could figure out Moto and getting all those cards. All right, uh, next card or my my number two, Clamp. Very high. I mean, understandably so. Yeah. I couldn't quite figure out where to exactly put it. Elves and in Infinity. It, the first two places I would put it. I mean, like just both of those decks. Imagine like tapping an elf for mana, sacking it, getting two more elves, playing those tap the both for mana, sacking one, getting two more cards. It's repeat, and then like affinity, we all know that that's problematic and how that would work. Uh, Sacking them nights all day, which it's like is, like really insane. Yeah, it's Imagine true. Imagine how like backbreaking thought Cast is sometimes when they cast it, and they're getting two cards, and most decks don't play it. And then this is like that on speed, literally.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It would it would speed things up and do like a crazy thing to the I think format. Affinity is
0: already a little too close to too powerful, and I think this would just put it over the top. And like that's not to mention. Uh, Blood artist decks that just would do dumb things with it, or, you know, Malira Pod would play with this, you know, like there's just like I'm sure there would be, I'm sure there would be infinite
1: product. combos built with it. it. There would have to be a bunch of there's like, like
0: a dumb d- bunch of dumb things, like dumb things I don't need to happen. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think we have the same number one.
0: I'm pretty sure. Is it for XML? <laughs> yes. Is it one blue? <laughs> yes. Uh, but for XMF? Yes. Is it not Cataclym Pro? It's not. Is it Mental up? <laughs> yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, card... Uh, I think uh, every time I've ever seen tournament lists uh, of like, this is the top 16 breakdown of this tournament we did where it was no ban modern, it's just every deck has four Mental up. Uh, if people didn't play, well, Mental up was legal in Legacy, it literally made the format unbearable.
1: Yeah, and the problem is it's it's better and more warping and more disgusting than Force of Will and Daze, because you don't have to play blue. Yeah. You just and it's every
0: deck just plays four. And it's just dumb. It's and just, even if you don't play one drops, like one drops are still powerful enough that it's just you play four and but you, you play your one drops, but you just play mental misstep also, and it becomes kind of how I was saying it's whoever draws GTA first, it's whoever draws the most mis- missteps wins.
1: Yeah, I mean it's the whole it's the whole I play Delver, you force, and I daze your force, and that's how games start often. Yeah. It would just be like It'd be like I play my Swift Spear and you mental misstep and I mental misstep and then now we're both down a card. Like it's just dumb. It would just be stupid. Yeah I, it, it just it wouldn't be fun at all.
0: It's really bad for magic.
1: And also like being able to snap cast
0: mental missteps would oh Yeah. Just like that yeah, would it didn't exist. That no. was the only thing that was possible in any format. It would it's bad. It, it would be horrible. Want, you don't, you don't want mental misstep. <laughs> they would have to start putting uncounterable one drops. Yeah, like the game would be misstep everything until someone plays a Tassiger and then you win. Right.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, or Grave Mag Angler. You would like yeah, sometimes, sometimes if, if they
1: if they like didn't play one drops, you would like misstep your own spells to fill your graveyard faster to get to like Tassiger or, or Angler like, fa- like early in the game.
0: Yeah, I have no no interest in this ever being a thing. And uh, yeah, M- don't mental misstep is bad for magic. Period. It's a mistake that they printed it. It's kind of the prime example of why Frixion mana is problematic. Also, the fact that they've had to ban like multiple other Frixion mana spells. Uh, don't yep. do it, uh, <laughs> kids. Don't let other kids play mental misstep. Yes, sir. All right, so that's our top eight cards that will never come off the ban list. Our preview card and our top ten contributors to the Masters of Modern official Facebook group countdown. Thanks, everyone, for contributing. Thanks for everyone listening. Make sure to tune in for next week. We are doing our three-year anniversary. Uh, We don't know what we're going to do yet. Might be a countdown, might be not a countdown. We might sing the whole episode. (laughs) I don't know if that one will ever happen. I can't sing. We'd sing in one episode. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. I just... Said the card names and you guys sang it. It was cool, yeah. yeah it was, it was fun. That was a good episode. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. Thank you for your attention. See you later,
0: Alligator.